I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. I was just the icing on the cake. <laughs> How's I know? It's a little bit of friendly banter. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. The two main hosts of the show are making fun of me. Now I have to intro the topics that they're going to opine on for 90 minutes. Uh, Bengals Bucks Sunday afternoon. What Joe Burrow said about Tom Brady that you need to hear. Meanwhile, the Joker oddly wins his third MVP. He got another one last night. He's so confused. Two awards, I loved it. trophies. I love it. Why Nick hates this. I don't think Brew will like it either. And finally, oh, it's Thursday. It is the return of the Bud List. Alongside Nick Wright, I'm Kevin Wilds, Chris Broussard. Please tell me that the best highlight of Baker Mayfield's career did not earn him a spot on the esteemed Bud List, even though it is motivation. Well, that's what I was waiting to hear. It's inspiration, Wilds. Don't forget that. You get a letter reminding you every week. <laughs> letters. letters. The letters are more Hundreds, thousands of letters. Well, dozens, but still several. <laughs> uh, we start with dolphins in Buffalo. There's going to be some snow, temp in the 20s, maybe nine inches of snow, maybe eight. Uh, the dolphins aren't stressed about it, though. Here's Tua. Have you seen snow before? Yeah, it snowed uh, in Alabama my first year. Yeah. So it snows in Alabama, guys. <laughs> I know. I mean, people don't know that. You know, there's some people that just think, oh, you know, it just gets cold in Alabama. It, it does snow. No, oh, okay. Everything should be fine then. It does snow. <laughs> Bro, who needs this game more, Dolphins or Buffalo? That's the question. Yeah. Of all the questions we could ask, we asked the most obvious one. Oh, then we're going to agree. Miami, and it isn't even close. That's why I'm baffled. That's the question. Uh, In your see. day off, you didn't get more right what, what, about this. Think that. about this. Okay. Listen to this, Nick. I, I don't know. I, I think you're just going to want to move on after I share this. <laughs> Buffalo's 10-3. and three, Yes. And you would even admit this. Just about guaranteed to make the playoffs. Oh, they Win or lose, right? Yes, okay. 100%. Even though they're not mathematically yeah, yet. No, they're right. In. They're in. 100%. Not so with Miami. Agreed. They're 8-5. and five. They're a game ahead of three teams, two of whom have already beaten them, the Jets and the Chargers. Yeah. So they are on precarious ground. All right, that's number one. Number two, Buffalo has won four straight games, and you are always saying it's become his favorite phrase now that Kansas City loses every couple of weeks, every few weeks. It's hard to put a string together of wins in the NFL. Okay, so they won four. If they lose their fifth, you know, fifth game, 
Five. Their fourth game. Well, fourth game, but you know, oh, I see what in you their mean. last five. Yep. If their streak ends at four, no big deal. Miami, on the other hand, coming off two horrible losses. Not just that they've put their playoff position in, tr- in jeopardy, but bad losses mm. out west. And then finally, Nick, you like to talk about the number one seed. Maybe that's no, where you'll you go. Like the to. number one seed. The last time a number one seed won the Super Bowl was when? Tell me. 2017. It's a long time ago. It was Tom Brady and the Patriots. Ow. We know they needed the number one yeah. seed. It was important to them. Last time a team even got to the Super Bowl with the number one seed, San Francisco in misleading, 2019. Though, with However, but that's misleading because when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. They weren't they, even a number one seed. No, but they had a bye. They were a two seed back when the two seed got the bye. So that's a, that well, is. You don't have home field. The, no, necessarily. I understand, okay. but it is still, in my opinion, a little misleading. And the Chiefs, by the way, that year did end up having home field because the one seed, it, the wow. Ravens, I think it was, ended up you know, losing their first playoff game. I, to me, the answer is Buffalo clearly because Buffalo is playing for different stakes than Miami. Miami, contrary to what Chris Broussard and others briefly tried to convince America that Miami was a top-tier contender. I remember it like, like vividly when Miami was on their little hollow run. It's like, oh, Tua might be an MVP in Miami. you got to put him at the top with Buffalo and Kansas City. Miami knew they were not that. We all deep down knew they were not that. Miami is trying to make the postseason. And I believe even if they lose to Buffalo because they have Green Bay, New England, and the Jets to finish up, they will make the postseason. I don't think the Patriots are going to steal though. a playoff spot, and I think the Jets are going to fall pr- likely just short. The Jets and Chargers fighting for it. Buffalo, on the other hand, this is supposed to be their year. This is supposed to be the best Bills team ever. And going into the season, the idea was what will get us over the top? Josh Allen getting even better. Well, he has gotten worse. Yeah. Addition yeah. of Von Miller. Well, he's now gone. That playoff game will be in Buffalo, not in Kansas City. Well, if they lose this game, they would not be the one seed anymore. And the flip side to your coin of what could happen to Miami if they lose, if Buffalo loses, winning the division is not a guarantee because they would have been swept by Miami and only one game up on them. So that would then mean if Miami gets hot and Buffalo, I don't know, goes to Cincinnati and loses, which is absolutely on the board. In fact, they'll likely be a slight underdog or a slight, slight favorite in that game in Cincinnati. Miami could win the AFC East, and Buffalo would be relegated to the fifth seed. So if we are treating the Bills, this is where I would just like a level of consistency. We should not treat the Bills like we treat the Dolphins and have the standard for both of them be make the playoffs. The Bills were the preseason favorite. With the preseason MVP, they are still your pick and Greg Jennings' pick and so many people's pick is the best team in the league. Well, then all of a sudden, falling out of the top seed would be problematic. Having the division far from locked up with just a couple weeks to go would be problematic. And more importantly, it would continue a trend of mediocre football for two months. The record notwithstanding, they have not looked overwhelming. 
in a football game since early October. College football now. No, hold on. No, no, no. You you can't you win like Georgia. You Georgia. No, no, no. You don't have last to. time the Chiefs looked overwhelming. overwhelming. I don't know. San I mean, Francisco they, they the, no, about a month ago. No, they beat they beat the Rams by three scores. The Rams. They, they were up. You the can Rams. say the, they're one of the worst teams. Okay, well that's who they played. They played these teams. But the regardless, the Bills have played bad teams and have not looked overwhelming in months. So I would argue, and losing the one seed would be devastating. Okay, so Let I, me just throw go. this in. It's in the quiver. Uh, the, the number one seed, because here's the thing with the number one seed. Yeah. Buffalo knows they can go into your building, Nick, Hold on, and beat y'all. The They've though. done it the last two years. And was that playoff loss because it was an arrowhead or was it because of a coin toss? No. Well, Let's it keep was, it real. No, it they was, played great. It would, I would argue that maybe they, the Chiefs would not have been able to go 40 yards in 13 seconds in a hostile, loud road environment. Also, one thing that you guys never bring up, but if I were you arguing against the Chiefs, that I would bring up quite a bit is Mahomes has never had to play a road playoff game. They've been so good, he's literally never played a road playoff game. So while I don't think he's going to struggle on the road, it is an unknown. You, you can't act as if Buffalo not getting the one seed would be devastating for their Super Bowl Devastating? Would be devastating yeah, I, I, look, but, I think you want it. But devastating, no. I'm not yeah, willing to okay. say it. Here's why I think Buffalo wants to be home, because of the obvious – home field advantage with the weather. weather. Miami, which is very happy when everybody had to go down there, when it was sweltering hot. Remember, the Patriots had to go down there, and they wear their white uniforms, and we have to wear the dark uniforms and sweat. Well, now the shoe is on the other weather foot. Here are the three things. First of all, why I think Buffalo is going to roll the Dolphins this weekend. Number one. Oh, look at that. We have a snow thing. This was the report when they played the Chargers. Dolphins had heaters near their bench inside SoFi. The temperature outside was 55. They traveled to Buffalo. Temperature's going to be in the 20s. Ooh. Mike McDaniel at practice, he has become pretty cool, and I do. I like him. I, I like him a lot, too. I wish it were colder. I guess he had a shirt on that said, I wish it was hotter. So he's, you know, if I was, if it was Bill Belichick, you'd be in Buffalo <laughs> now. You'd just be outside at, you know, SUNY Buffalo practicing, but instead you guys are in shorts. It's a bad is idea. Is he rapping? Yeah. He is yeah, rapping? He is. No, he yeah, was rapping. Yeah, I think it's uh, YG, yeah. I think he's okay. uh, playing. Uh, but we don't, have the, <laughs> we don't have the rest. And uh, finally, just the statistics are not on Miami's side. 0-7, 17 points a game. Rushing yard is, you know, I think that's actually fine. But your opponents, like the Patriots and like the Bills, are just going to run, run, run in these long bombs to Tyreek Hill. <laughs> They get knocked down by snowflakes, aren't going to work. Can I ask a question about the weather, though? Sure. I'm a meteorologist. I know the Bills, uh, theoretically, should be good in the snow because they play in Buffalo. You guys think this Bills team is built to excel in bad weather? Because I don't. No, and I, I don't have I, a great... And I, I do agree with and you. And I think there are some Bills fans that are a little bummed out that they're spending all this money on a new stadium and it's not going to have a roof when you would think... Josh Allen, like you would want to put him in the Rams greatest show on right. turf environment. I, I agree. Yeah, but he can still like take off. No, he can play breaks down and then he right. No, no, no. His running, running ability, I think, is very useful in, in bad weather. But do, the Bills, oddly, even though their quarterback is a battering ram at times, are built like a fast finesse right. team Absolutely. that would like perfect conditions. So I think the I think both of these teams would prefer it not to be snowy and cold. I agree with you, but I do believe of the two, obviously Buffalo is sure. yeah. more acclimated to the weather. I mean, it's, it too is in trouble. So, and, the, and the Dolphins, teams built for the snow. 
you know, a little screen pass behind the line of scrimmage. That oh. stuff works. Okay, that yeah. stuff works when it gets cold. Ooh, good work in Las Vegas. Uh, other game on our Doppler radar tonight, 49ers and Brock Purdy head up to Seattle. Purdy was listed as questionable with an oblique slash rib injury, but the report is that he's going to start. Nick, do you trust your guy Brock to get the W tonight? I trust the Niners to win. Why do you guys insist on doing this? Well, because it's the second game he's ever played. But it's got nothing to do with him. Third, maybe. It's got nothing to do with him. You can't say that. He is the quarterback. The Niners. touches the bar every play, and they throw. It's not like he's handing it off in his three yards in a cloud of dust. The Niners beat the Seahawks with Trey Lance. Now, I know what you'll say. Trey Lance barely played, but he got one of those beloved quarterback wins you guys like so much in that game. True. The same thing that Jimmy got in the game Brock came in that put him back on Bruce's stupid well, that's graphic. Just, that's quarterback win karma. Seattle is the number Thank 30 you, defense in points allowed, the number 28 overall defense, and most importantly, number 31 against the run. What San Francisco is going to do in this football game is run the hell out of the ball and throw short little passes to Kittle and Ayuk, and that's how they're going to win the game. I am the what I Wilds. What do they call me, Mister Consistency? I will be consistent with what I say about the San Francisco 49ers. They can beat the vast majority of teams in this league as long as the quarterback simply does not kill them. They don't need great quarterback play the way so many other teams do. They just need the quarterback to not ruin their chances. Brock thus far has been quite good. I would expect it to be a very conservative game plan tonight because that's all they need to beat a Seattle team that is flailing a bit. All right, for a few corrections. Oh, First good. of all, Brock Purdy, we did we established this Monday is my guy. Okay. He's not Nick's guy. Oh, I I we both that. have Iowa oh, yeah, connections. Iowa. Right? Yeah. That's number one. Number two, Seattle is kind of Nick's. I mean, Geno Smith. I had Geno the, at the midseason in, mark, in the MVP sixth in the MVP race, really? this is which so he deserved to be. So I'm just saying, yeah. you know, yeah. he, he Rue doesn't that. like Geno for some nah, reason. No, Geno's weird. right. I think I'm just not thinking. I don't think he was in the MVP. Oh, he was. At the midway point of the season, you didn't see the pyramid. He was literally sixth. I'm with you, Nick, in that San Francisco should win this game, and I expect him to. I will throw this out, though. No Debo, as you know. Uh, no Elijah Mitchell, who's been out. But that could put more emphasis and more of a burden on McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. And we know what's his pro- his biggest problem in his career has been health. So I just don't want to put too much of a load how on him. Points, if but how many points do you think the Niners need to win this game? No, I 17? think they're going to win. I'm just saying this is something to watch. Well, Gene, look. As even though they've lost three or four, Seattle, Geno has played well. No, he's just turned he, the ball He has over. not been the problem. But the, fir- no. the first time that they played, San Francisco won 27-7, and they ran for nearly 200 yards. They ran the ball 45 times. I just think the Niners are such a dominant overall defense plus such a creative offense that it takes a really special team to be able to go in there and beat them. Listen, but here's, Brock Purdy is starting his second game. Uh-huh. This will be his third game ever. You don't think he's going to win? Just Carroll has coached keep... 270 games. So say you it. laid out what's going to happen. I agree with you. Well, can't Pete Carroll throw something to confuse Brock Purdy? Is that too much to ask? Look, it might be a tough game. Like I said, they're missing a few people. As you mentioned, Pete Carroll, it might be tough, but San Francisco will win. You don't seem to believe so. Say no, it. I'm going to take Seattle. Take Seattle oh, by you three. are taking Seattle. Seattle by three. Wow. Okay. Early upset alert. Yeah. Trying to break your seven, your, you know, seven <laughs> you know straight what? losses. You know, we're, what? because of that? 
Segment's over. Okay. <laughs> Segment's <laughs> over. We're going to have a meeting. I'm sorry, everybody. Air our dirty laundry out right on the show. Why is Burrow getting GOAT comparisons? Because they're playing Tom Brady and they play similar. Next on First Things First. <laughs> I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. <laughs> Bengals in Tampa Bay Sunday afternoon. Weird storyline here, bro. Because even though Mac Jones is literally the baby goat, People insist on comparing Burrow and Tom Brady. It's bizarre. But here's Joe on the correlation. Take a listen. It is what it is. I don't really pay attention to it. He's Tom and I'm Joe. I really just think that, you know, I play, I play the game my own way. Uh, you know, I kind of have a little bit of everybody. Uh, you know, there's not, I wouldn't say there's, you know, one thing I do the best, but I would say that I do everything with the best of them. You know, there's, I wouldn't say I really have a, a glaring weakness. And so, you know, I, I like to be my own player, my own person. I would say that's why. About the glaring weakness, what about wearing hats? <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> Super Bowl champion Greg Jennings is here. Nick, are you buying the uh, Burrow Brady comparisons? 100%. Really? Yeah, I mean, first of all, it just makes sense from a football perspective because they are both their biggest strengths for me, their accuracy, their poise, and they're playing the clutch. Mm -hmm. If we want to go kind of story also, both had to fight in college to play. You know what I mean? For Brady, couldn't yeah. start over Greasy and then had to, you know, went back and forth with Henson. Burrow had to leave Ohio State because he couldn't get past JT Barrett. And then obviously Brady didn't have the season that Burrow did and wasn't the draft pick that he was, but their college stories are similar. And neither one of them wow you with their physical tools. And what Joe said, it's interesting because I totally missed on Burrow coming out of college. The, I liked Herbert more in that class. I liked Tua, oddly enough, more in that class. And it was because... And Dusty and I used to argue about this. I said, he's not great at anything. And now Burrow is better than I thought, obviously. Mm -hmm. But what he's saying is, yeah, I'm not like the best in the league at anything, but I'm top five in everything. He didn't say that. You know what I mean? I'll right. say that for him. I will say this, though. This is Joe's third year. I believe through three years, he's way ahead of where Brady was. And I understand Brady threw three years, won one Super Bowl, and Burrow lost the Super Bowl. But Burrow is a better player and Bur than Brady was at that point in his career. Burrow has played far more and won more than Brady has. The Super Bowl win versus Super Bowl loss notwithstanding. Because you remember Brady's third year, they missed the playoffs. Right. That was the seven. one year that he missed the playoffs healthy his whole time with the Patriots. So I, I do buy the comparisons. I I don't think it makes him the best quarterback in the league, but I absolutely buy the comparisons. Yeah, I'm with you, and I buy the comparisons, too. Um, and here's another thing people don't really think about. Both of them went to teams that were bad. We don't think about the Patriots as being bad. They were 5-11. and 11. They had missed the playoffs the two years before Brady started, and, and they were 5-11 and 11 when he, the year before he took over. 
And 0-2 when Bledsoe got hurt and then, you know, the rest is history. Brady just – I mean, nobody saw the Patriots as a team that was going to be that good. And he turned it all around, obviously, just like Burrow did. Here's the one thing I'll disagree with you on, Nick. I initially would think, yeah, just looking at it, oh, Burrow's better. Obviously, his individual numbers are way better, right? People thought Brady was a game manager, a system quarterback, and Burrow is obviously the driving force in Cincinnati. However, here's the thing. Burrow has Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, not to mention the running backs, Mixon and and P. Ryan. And I'm not going to make too much out of them, but – uh, Brady never had that type of talent early on. I mean, he had David Patton and Deion Branch yeah, and Troy Brown. Like, it wasn't really until he got Moss that his numbers skyrocketed. And then it was like, oh, my. He's not only a great winner and leader. This dude is individually great. So, I think had Brady had the type of receivers not that, that Burrow, I think he would have. Because his numbers weren't – he made the Pro Bowl the second year that when he missed the playoffs. And Burrow has yet to make a Pro Bowl, strangely, but still. And so I, I do think he could have probably put up those numbers had he had great receivers. Yeah, I, I buy the comparisons. I think it's more for me, like, the way they carry themselves. Like, the, you talk about the accuracy on the field and what they do. Joe Burrow's a better athlete. Like, everything that Joe Burrow does, I feel like he does it better than Brady did early in his career. Yes. Like, we're, we're comparing a – three-year starting quarterback to a 20-year career of Tom Brady, a culmination of who he became, not just who he was out the gate. And so, yes, there are some comparisons, but Joe Burrow, for me, out the gate. You talk about all his weapons. Well, yeah, I'm building around this guy. Tom Brady had a defense. That was their driving force. Which this defense didn't So they were asked to do things differently, and Joe Burrow has answered every Every question. You think had Brady had the top three receivers? No, they threw one touchdown pass in their their first Super Bowl run. He was not until – He didn't have great receivers. No, but – but, I mean, we remember those games. We remember the Super Bowl he won, John Madden thinking they were crazy to put the ball in Brady's hands and let him try to go hit that game-winning field goal. We And I understand that Burrow has Chase, but he didn't have Chase for a month this year. And he was fine. And Brady had, early in his time with New England, a far better, forget defense, offensive line than Joe Burrow yes, he had did. Uh, by a mile <laughs> yes. and a more reliable no running that. game. I understand Joe Mixon used to be a great back. He is still a good back. And P-Ryan's been the, And P-Ryan's been good, but I think a lot of that's because teams are selling out to stop the pass so the run is available to them because mm-hmm. everyone is terrified of what they can do. Now, a lot of that is they have a great receiving core. but I And I am not predicting that Joe Burrow is going to go – to 10 Super Bowls. How could he when Mahomes will go to most of them? But the, I, what I am saying is that through, That's the second topic through he's three years, through three years I think that Joe Burrow is way ahead of schedule yeah. to where Tom Brady was, even though Brady won the Super Bowl it's and a, Burrow I, lost You, you with that? No, if you won the – you mean we're – I'm a count the rings guy. I like it. It's of a nice, course. simple way to look at the – I mean, it is about winning. Yeah. And I'm just know. saying, like – I, I get his Lost numbers way ahead of Brady's. I'll give you uh, But they're going head-to-head uh, in Tampa. 
Greg, is there a chance that Burrow outplays Brady, even though Brady's going to throw the ball 50 times? That Burrow outplays Brady? Yeah, who do you no, see? No, that Brady outplays Burrow. Well, either it's way. the same I, question. I mean, it's yeah, but Burrow will outplay Brady. Okay. There is a chance that Brady could outplay Burrow. That's the only way his team can win. But look, Burrow just, you talked about all the weapons he has. I'm picking the Bengals. When, when I look at these two, like the ultimate respect is when you get to play against the guy that they're comparing you to. Yeah. And you just throw the ball around the field mm. and just embarrass it. Like, not embarrass him, week, so. but like show him like not, this is it's my time. It's a now. new day. It's my time now. No, I hear that. I Look, I, I think I agree. I, I think Cincinnati will win. I think Burrow probably has the best game. But, yeah, I'm not at the point where I'm saying, no, Tom Brady can't outplay so-and-so. I'm not at that point yet. And I think Brady could can, go out there and have a better can game. Can I ask a question to. to the group? Because yeah, I know Wilds yeah. is out on the Bucks entirely. I'm not, but, but I want – I know you, are. I'm, you I'm are. out on being disappointed. The, okay, all right, that's fine. You don't want to raise your expectations to get disappointed. I understand that. Question to the group, because I'm the only person at the table that believes the Bucks will be dangerous come January. If the they, bu- they won't make I, the playoffs. Okay, Greg has them out of the, <laughs> playoffs. Out of the playoffs. That's totally fine. Greg has them out of the playoffs, and you guys have them winning, getting in the playoffs, not 100%, but likely in the playoffs, and then being an easy out. If this Sunday they beat Cincinnati, be nice. will that <laughs> validate? Will that validate, yes. no matter what they do the rest of the year, that they should be feared come playoff time. A Cincinnati team they, that needs the game, that is red hot, that Cincinnati is fighting, still alive for the one seed, and still alive, and still right now, though, not even leading their division, tied for the lead. If they can beat this, if, if they can beat this Bengals team, will you say, oh, okay, there is a gear Tampa can get to? Depends on how the game plays out. If it's just an ugly game, and it's 13-10, and it was ugly, and the offense just squoke by, was squeaking by by a field goal. I'm not ready to say but that. But why can't they win wow. playoff games that way? Why can't they win a playoff game? They, 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 they can't run. They're the I, I, worst running team in the league. It's just Tom it's not going to work. My Tom, answer is no, Nick. Even I mean, if it they was la- Remember last week I said if they beat San Francisco, yeah, I will be yeah, with you. Sure. Obviously, they got pummeled. Right. I, they got to right. win. They got to look great. The Wilds, next I know you're weeks. the questions guy. I have one very quick follow-up. If Cincinnati loses, are you going to be out on them again? Like we I'm, I'm, playing I'm hopscotch Houday. with the I'm Bengals? I'm yeah. I mean, they're oh, not my okay. pick, yeah. but I'm down with Houday now. Oh, okay. All right, got it. Yeah, I got, got it. Buffalo, but I'm down with Houday. Oh, okay. It's all right. Okay. You got a lot Houday of chips nation. down with them now. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he eliminated. I'm from Cincinnati. He's I know, Cincinnati. so I'm a Cincinnati guy. Kind of Cincinnati. I'm from all spots across the country. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Micah Parsons, Eagles-Cowboys, which is in two weeks, <laughs> has jumped the storylines of this weekend's matchups, Cowboys-Jags, Eagles-Bears. Let's review. We'll hear Micah dissing Jalen Hurts and then how the Eagles responded. Take a listen. Is it Hurts or the team? <sighs> I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's system and team. We're worried about the Bears right now. 
we're worried about the Bears. No, and Bears only. You got the Chicago Bears, not the Chicago Mons Bisons. <laughs> Real your reaction. Well, first, let me say this, and I know you guys discussed this yesterday. I, I, I don't like the comment by Micah, not just for what it might lead to, but I don't – to me, it's Jalen Hurts. Now, they obviously have a very good team around him. He's got great receivers and all that. But he is that system as much as Lamar Jackson is that system in Baltimore. So, to me, that's just – when you say, obviously, he's a great player, but you love and understand the game, I don't see that, that how you can watch – Jalen Hurts and say he's a system quarterback. I think Mike is caught up in he doesn't put up the Mahomes or the Burrow or the Allen numbers, Aaron right, Rodgers. Players who are better than him, uh, he's caught up in that. Well, uh, he might be the MVP. Well, like, yeah, all right, yeah. He's the leading, the leading front runner yes. right now. All right, yeah. to some people's dismay, he is the front runner for the MVP. So that, let me get that out. But secondly, the Cowboys, and you guys know, I feel like their culture is a negative for them. Led by Jerry Jones, it is a culture that's not conducive to winning big, and that means Super Bowl. But in this situation, I think they're used to it. Like, they're used to the distractions and talking about OBJ and talking about games that are far away and winning the Super Bowl and all that mess. Philadelphia, and I like their responses, but they aren't. They're a serious, straightforward team, mm-hmm. and I hope they don't get caught up in all of this nonsense about what Micah Parsons said about Jalen Hurts. So that's where it could hurt Philadelphia if they play into the Cowboys' hands. Not. This is this is so annoying for me. Why? Because okay. we we are the problem. The media. Uh, Von Miller asked it. Von like, Miller's a player. No, Von no, Miller got this started. No, no. No, we so do you watch the whole podcast? What? Did you see the whole context of, of what they were talking yeah, about? Watch they can talk twice. about everything. <laughs> he watched all They can things. talk about everything, <laughs> but but the one time Micah says, Is it is it Jalen or is it the system? Like all of a sudden and 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 he that, goes he goes on to say, I mean, I don't want no problems. I'm not trying to have Yeah, because he knew what he said no, was shaky. We make it into a big deal. So now all of a sudden we got every media member that's in Philly walking into the media locker or right. in the locker. Is, uh, hey guys, he did said you hear? It. He didn't have to say it. He could have oh. said Jalen Hurts. So now, so now, so now, so now, the Dallas Cowboys or Micah Parsons—they shouldn't talk about no other team unless the, it's a team that, or player. Unless it's, we can talk about all the MVP stuff. We can talk about all—is it—is it Jalen or is it the system? We can do that, but not a player who's actually playing the game, who actually sees what's going on. They—they they better not ever mention. No, it. no. But first, that's our job is to talk. Their job is to play, but however... Here we he, go. He's, no, what he said... Set up and dribble, huh? No, no, because what he said... <laughs> that's just what you He could have said... No, I'm saying we're going to talk about it because that's what we do. That's our job. We're not out on the field playing. What I'm saying is he, he could have said Jalen's having a great year. And he's, you know. Yeah, and said he was on it. Yeah, that's it. But that's what, no, so we're going to critique no, it. Go ahead, Greg. We're going to critique go ahead, it. You know what I do not like? Mimes uh-huh. and half measures. Yeah. If you want to say it, say it. You're on a podcast. Really say it. Say, you know what? I don't think Jalen Hurts is that good. I think it's 100% the system. But that's and don't walk it back and don't say, oh, 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 I don't want want any enemies. I don't want any smoke. Like either you do or you don't. Hold on. So either you say it. Or you don't say it. But if you put out a half measure, then yes, the media is going to react. Okay, hold on. Either but, way, but we will Thank you. <laughs> but I'm just saying. <laughs> if you put out a half measure, the it's a half measure. Is what he said not controversial? Okay, but, but what if it's accurate? 
That's my point. Is it? Do you think it's accurate? Of course well, I think it's accurate. Of course accurate. you do because he's about to beat Patrick. Oh, Cruz, said, baby. Oh, I, I, can I, yeah, hold on. Can I say something real quick? I, I, for the audience, I understand that because they are the defining team of the last five years and he's the defining player of the last five years, the most of anybody over the last five years, <laughs> that we talk about the Chiefs and Mahomes a lot. But every football opinion I have does not start from a place of Patrick Mahomes' defense. I promise you that. The, my Josh Allen opinion started from a place of being right. My, the, my Jalen Hurts opinion starts from a place of, do I think they have the best offensive line in football? Yes. Do they have arguably a top three wide receiver duo? Unquestionably. I would say A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. I think yeah. the Bengals have the best. They have that. Do I think they have the ability to kill you in the running game, of which Jalen is a huge part of, in a way that opens things up in the passing game, in a way that the other quarterbacks don't benefit from. You bet your ass I do. Do I think that they have a defense that puts other teams in a very disadvantageous position throughout the games? Yes. So do I agree with Micah Parsons that when we look at what is the number one reason the Cincinnati Bengals are 9-4, and four, that dude playing quarterback. What is the number one reason the Chiefs are 10-3, and three, that dude playing quarterback? What's the number one reason the Broncos were so disappointing, the dude playing quarterback? What's the number one reason the Eagles are 12-1? and one? That's a hell of a roster. Okay. That's well, what I believe. I disagree with that. It's the way that that dude is playing. Thank you. Okay, that's like every. They're not just handing the ball off and letting having like the Browns and they got great running backs that are doing their thing. He is part and parcel to that run yes. game. He, he, I it's a unique run game. It's not. No, just, I understand that, but I don't. The, the where my frustration comes with what Greg was saying about the media is, I feel like guys should get a little dispensation. If what they're saying is reasonable, and we can disagree, we can argue about whether or not it's accurate. So I guess my point is, bulletin board. I'll, I'll use a bad Chiefs example since you guys. When Juan was it? Who, oh, Justin Reed for yep. the Chiefs came out and was Bengals. like, "Oh, we're gonna lock up the Bengals receivers." Okay, well you didn't. You can't. You have no reason to believe you could. That's bulletin board material with based in nothing, based in hopes and dreams, and not accomplishment. Sure. Micah Parsons, I thought, made a smart football point that at least is defensible. So I didn't think he was trying to be wildly controversial. I think he was saying something a lot of people, a lot of smart, well-dressed, handsome football people believe, and and he's just getting crushed for it. We've got breaking news on the other side of the break. Steph is going to miss some time. We'll discuss next. First things first. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome back to the show. Breaking news, afternoon headlines, sponsored by Ram Trucks, built to serve. Last night, Warriors lost to the Pacers, and now it looks like they're going to lose Steph Curry for a few weeks. Woj reporting just that Steph's going to be out a few weeks with this left shoulder. Uh, so, Brew, I'll go to you. Actually, I'm going to go to Nick. I changed my mind now that you pointed to him. <laughs> Is it time for the 14 and 15 Warriors to panic? Of course. Can we- Hold on. 
Steph has been sensational. Steph has been playing like an MVP. Agreed? Yep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Despite that, they have 15 losses. The wretched Lakers have 16. The Timberwolves, the most disappointing team in the league this year. The Warriors are, let me check, a half game up on them. That was with Steph. Since Durant left, they have played 90 games without Steph Curry. They are 24-66. and 66. So the idea that they could possibly survive these next few weeks, they were barely surviving with him. He, and he's been, it, it, he's been sensational. And it's no longer 30 games, not small sample size. Yeah. 30 games is 40% of the season. And so I, the, the idea that we should act like, oh, it'll all be fine for the Warriors, why? They are an aging team that was being carried by one transcendent guy who's now going to be out till New Year's or later. I think it's a big problem for them. Do I hear you saying they're not going to make the playoffs? No, that's, that's not the standard. I'm just, I'm, no. Uh, it is in the West. What? Because get in and then go for it. No. Like there's no great team you have to get through. Oh, my God, we, we can't get through Phoenix. It, there's no team like that. And that's the thing with Golden State. Look, Steph, I mean, I agree. They're going to struggle badly without him because they've been struggling to your point with him but I think part of the reason they've been struggling guys have been in and out of lineup early in the season Clay was still getting his legs under him now the la- in December he's averaging 25 points a game Wiggins they've lost four of their last five Wiggins happened to miss five, all five of those games he's their second best player now we saw he, how good he was in the finals so a lot of it Draymond's been out here or there yeah. you know they've been, had guys in and out of lineup I'm not and, and but what this the other look thing like when Wiggins in the regular player. season though Bad. here's the thing for a team that's won four championships in what the last six seven years yeah. whatever it is it's hard to get up for the regular season we saw LeBron oh. when LeBron was in Cleveland they every year they won fewer games than they should have because it was all but about they the below five hundred. Look, I get it. I'm just saying they they're going to struggle without Steph. But long term, will this? Do they still have a shot to get out of the West? Absolutely. Right, can, I sh- can I show? I as long as you're not seriously, you, can I show you a full screen here? Warriors on the road this year. They're twelve and two at home. That's pretty good. They're two and thirteen on the road. And so, what does remind me, Wilds? If you're not a top four seed, what that means? That if means you do most make the of playoffs. your playoff games would be on the okay. road. Seems like a problem. Now, I get that Draymond's on the record on one of his podcasts, something where he said that he had a problem getting up, and that's LeBron said, "Yeah, that, I guess that, terrible team." Absolutely. But that's a pro- that's a part of it. They don't they don't play but defense that's on the road. Supposed to be a part of it when you are. 23 and 10, and you are in good no, shape. No, it's supposed to be a part of it when you're coming off championships. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because it's all I'm about play, May man. and June I understand, but, Brew, that we have no, no example of the Warriors being a championship-caliber team and not showing it in the regular season. This is not the Lakers of the early 2000s. Right. Every year they've won the title, they have been a dominant regular season team when healthy. Last year they dealt with some injuries, which is why they weren't the number one seed, is they were neck and neck with Phoenix. Remember, they dealt with injuries. They've been I, dealing with injuries the, this year. Right. And but when healthy, this is, I think it is super rose-colored glasses to act like that this Warriors team looks anything like the teams that have won titles. You know what it looks like to me? 
the team that got knocked out of Did the Did they look like that against Boston on, on over no, the weekend? The, the fact that they had a great game, one great when game, they it's a 30-game sample. It up, they Does it up. not remind you more of the team that got bounced in the play that team. They'll, they'll, they'll be fine. Okay. I, and again, I'm not saying they're the definitive best team in the West. I'm just saying well, the notion that, oh, they're in trouble. They can't compete with who, – who can't they compete with in the West? Can you give me one name of a team that they could not beat? Any the team series? that doesn't come seven to Oracle. Because they yeah. can't – they literally, literally can't beat anyone when they're on the road. Two games. Uh, other news, the Mavericks lost to the Cavs 90 oh. Luka had 30. That's par for the yeah, course. Of course he did. Nick, your finals prediction and family member now just 500. Also, new report, Kleba out for two months. So, you know what that means? More Luka. <laughs> More shots for me. <laughs> Nick, are you worried? Oh, you know what? I, since I started with you last time, I am And going. since he pointed to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to Brew this time. Brew, is this too much of a one-man show Let me let, let me preface this with I love Luka Doncic. Oh, okay. here it comes. I know he's Nick's son and all that, but I, I, think I, I think I was the first to say he's the new age Larry Bird. What? How are you I first? I'm going to say that. That. But I think reason. I was the first. A Larry Luka legend. I call him Luka legend. He is phenomenal. I love him. But, yes, Nick, this is too Who much of a one-man show. Who? I would like to see more ball movement and more five-man basketball. So, so who? Let me. Well, let me. Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie's let, second let me most say, shots of his career. Yeah. This year. Hold on. Luka Doncic is averaging a league high twenty-three shots a game. Yeah. Luka Don- the next highest shots per game, Spencer Dinwiddie at twelve. Mm-hmm. That he, what is that? 13, 11. eleven shots. Yeah. That is the biggest gap between the highest. Yeah. Sh- shooter in the league on the team and the second. It ain't about that. What's it about? It is about a, a style of basketball that can win you a Did championship. That style get them this to is. Let, let me show you. No. And here's why. No. Let's look at the graphic. Luka Doncic takes 536 dribbles a night. Look at this all right, graphic. a game. Look at all the, the highest dribbles of the last 10 years. No one can match Luka, and you can't say, well, none of them are as good as him. You got James Harden on there. You got Russell. Well, Harden, though, in his prime was. I I agree that Luka will probably go down as better than Harden, but Harden was as good as Luka in his prime. Hold on. Second round. None of them got past the second round. What you're leaving out is the Western Conference Finals appearance by – hold on. There's a guy who plays just like I don't see yesterday. I don't see last year's stats on there. Hold on. I I don't see last year's dribbles on on there. Jalen Brunson. They had Jalen Brunson. They they missed Jalen Brunson. Big time. They Big miss time. him, Nick. Jalen Brunson is the difference, is what you guys are telling me. He's now, listen, one of the differences. I, of course, listen, I, I do agree they miss Jalen Brunson. I also agree that long term it was good not to give him that contract. But yes, of course, they miss him. And yes, they need better players. But no one ever finishes the thought with Luka. They're like, oh, we need to get more shots for who? It's not Tim just Hart. shots. It's, it's ball movement. These guys being in rhythm, touching the ball. Okay. Their problem, first of all, is it's not their offense. Game. They have the eighth best offense in basketball. Their problem is their defense. The defense is why they are barely ahead of the Warriors in the standings, not because the offense isn't working. That's first of all. Second of all, it is very frustrating to me that this was the exact argument I heard from both of you when I had the audacity to pick that team to make the finals. Last year, last year, and you guys said you can't. That. No, they ended up losing 
to the Warriors. That is correct. But they also won a Utah series that you guys said was a coin flip and won a Sun series that you guys said they had no chance at. Phoenix collapsed. Okay, so that's fine. But they they had Jalen Brunson, and Tim Hardaway Jr. has not filled the void. Right. You know that. No, and he needs to play better because they didn't have Tim Hardaway Jr. last year in the playoffs because he was hurt. He he needs to play better, and the defense has to get better. The offense is good. Have you ever seen anybody win with this style? I've got a great one. Win a championship with this style. Nobody's been Luka. Drew, you've played a little. LeBron, LeBron, Michael Jordan, Wilt Chamberlain, Oscar Robertson. I've seen LeBron get to the finals. I've seen And get swept. Uh, no, real quick, real quick before we move on. Bree, you've played a little bit of basketball. A little bit in my what, day. What, what would help you play the defense? When you touch the ball a little yes. bit on offense, I, and, then when you, I, I and then you get back on defense. And then you get back on, you play harder defense if you touch the ball a little bit. Take ownership of your it own would, It would pick the defense up. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Okay. Move the ball, get back. Half your weird and wonderful highlights are Luka passing the ball to teammates. Yeah, but the, you should see how many I don't put in. Okay. <laughs> Denver dropped the Wizards. Joker had 43-14 and won the MVP for the game. He won one last year. He got another one. Take a listen. <laughs> this uh, obviously is for Nikola Jokic. Two-time. Two-time MVP. And the first ever winner of the Michael Jordan MVP award. Yes, sir. <laughs> Now, remember, he got a crystal ball yeah, okay. in his... Okay, so let me just... Because I know we don't have a lot of time here. I know everyone's going to say I'm just hating on Jokic. It's not about Jokic. It's you also think, Jordan. It's a combo. Oh, just right, wait, right, bro. Right, I think both. you're going to agree with me. Jokic is unbelievable last night, by the way. We do medals in 40 minutes. Spoiler alert, he's going to get the gold. This is the clumsiest and dumbest rollout of what should be a cool new thing I've ever seen the NBA do. That's a good take. It's the Michael Jordan MVP. That is, I didn't know they're retroactive. Are we going to everybody who's won them? <laughs> I guess so. You know what they probably should have done, Brew? Waited till there was a winner this year and have it handed to him by Michael Jordan. Yeah, he's not doing Not Mike that. Malone on the Nuggets Twitch stream. Any Michael like, will what do. Are we, what, what are we doing, Brew? I, look, I am with you on that, Nick. This, is all, this looks like. They just happen to have an extra Jordan trophy <laughs> laying around. Let's, hey, you know, what should we do it's it? Let's give it to Luca. He was last year's MVP. I mean, this, Nicole, I agree with you. Not Luca. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Nicole. Yeah, like, I mean, why? It's ridiculous. And why does he get, okay, now the, the Jokic hate comes through a little bit. Why does he get two trophies? I watched no him in a barn it. in, what was it, Serbia? Yeah. Get it. Get the, the get, the, get the trophy. <laughs> no, why does he? No one I watched this. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't make sense. I why does he get completely. two? These are the two oddest MVP ceremonies ever. I don't get it. The Jordan one is better, though. I'll give you I that. Maybe it was like, you know what? Why? <laughs> I, I want a real trophy, Adam. Maybe I don't, that, maybe that I was don't it. get I don't it. I'd like a real trophy. Great video, though. So is now, what he said? now Nikola Jokic has three. Yeah. Undeserved MVPs. Oh, okay. That's, you know what? You that is just in true. Uh, Bud list coming up next, and then Nick is going to give out his medal. The butt. I might, but maybe you know we're going to redesign them. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I should put Nick on. It's Thursday, everybody. Four o'clock. That means it's time for America's most motivating segment, the Bud list. And you know what? For the year <laughs> 2022, we sure do get a lot of physical. Mail. People write us, and as always, we're willing to address your concerns and comments. So here's today's. Oh, oh, more letter writing music. Yeah, I love the music. 
Dear Wilds, love the show. Don here, Dawn's husband. Oh. Oh. Looking for a Christmas present for Ryan and Brian. Is there any way I can put being under dress? <laughs> I can put being under dress under our tree. Oh. I said, huh. You know what? Don, we got something for you. <gasps> wow. It is I love it. The buttonless pole edition. <laughs> Just for the holiday season. I love it. it be you so can be under duress, yeah. It's you could it's an inspiration, is an indictment. It's available in stores nationwide. I like it. I like We're gonna it. send one your way. Take it away, bro. <laughs> Wow, yeah. I, that's hard to follow. I gotta be honest. <laughs> Outstanding, Wiles. And thank you, Don and Dawn, for the letters. That sparked this. D and D. All right, that's right. Here we go. Uh, it's not all football this week. Okay, oh. we got a basketball player, Anthony Davis. Now you might be saying, "Well, AD's been playing phenomenal," but it's always something with AD. First, it was the injuries. Then he won the championship in the bubble. Great. But then the injuries strike again, and, and he's not playing well. Like, he didn't raise his game. He actually lowered his game. Now, though, he's mm. playing the best basketball of his career. He is awesome, except now he can't hit clutch free throws. Oh. And this is a guy that is an 82% foul shooter this year, 80% for his career. They go to Philadelphia. He's battling with Joel Embiid, getting busy. 28 seconds left, goes to the line, misses one free throw that could have won the game. All right. Then over the weekend, they play Boston looking great. He's awesome. He hit his first 13 or first 13 free throws in Philadelphia. Against Boston, he goes. Now he's about to shoot his free throws to the line. Misses both of them with three seconds left. Game goes over in overtime. Lakers lose. Why is he on the butt list? Because this weekend, another huge matchup. Not Embiid, not Boston, but Nikola Jokic, two-time defending MVP, Nick. Three. And, right. And so he's got to deliver a win against Jokic. These high numbers turn them into W's, AD. And if necessary, hit your free throws. I believe in you. You can get it done. At part. number two, Baker Mayfield. What? Come on. Give me Baker, a break. look. Baker, welcome back, Baker. I don't know <laughs> what they talk about. Welcome back, my man. Baker used to be a mainstay on the butler. So much so the Wild's little known secret. Maybe it's in the box in the game uh, uh, instructions. We almost changed the name of the Bud List to Baker Mayfield Presents the Bud List. But we didn't because he went to Carolina and it became irrelevant. Now he's relevant again. What a game. I'm going to give Baker some props. You were awesome Thursday. It was a historic performance. But now guess what? Expectations have risen. I know Nick Wright thinks you're back to being the man. Well, here's what I think. Teams are going to look more at these next four games starting Monday against Green Bay than just that one game on Thursday when you were terrific and led the game-winning drive. So, Baker, go ahead and get it done. You know what, Wilds? I, I believe, believe in you. Kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. Yeah, that's all right. All right, at number one, Tua. All right, Tua, I got to put him on, oh. even though I hate to do it, although I like to inspire him. It's been – you talk about a fall from grace. This is a fall from grace that would make Carson Wentz cringe, all right? I mean, 
first nine games of the year looked like an MVP candidate. Yes, a real guy who was really in the MVP conversation, not like Geno Smith. He wasn't in the conversation. He was way down there. All right, he was on the periphery in the crowd. All right, but Tua was in it. But the last two games, he's been horrendous. 36% completions last week. That, that's the lowest for a Dolphins quarterback in more than 40 years. That's unfathomable wow. in today's NFL. 36% completions, 145 yards passing. So he's got to come back and bounce back because the team now, it's not just him struggling. The team is actually in playoff jeopardy. They might not make the playoffs if they don't start winning. But here's the deal. He's got to go to Buffalo in the cold weather where it might be a lot of snow, where it might be 20-something degrees, and he's 0-3 when he plays in weather that's 50 degrees or below. So, Nick, he's going to lose. All right? He's going to lose to the Bills and Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. But, Greg, he's at least got to play well. You got to play well and get your team ready for the next three weeks because they have to believe in you. They can't become doubters like some on this panel. Well, I like the bud list, uh, with the exception of Baker, but I'm not going to go into that. Who I would like to add, and this is how you actually should deliver the bud list. This is not a challenge for you guys. I'm not calling you guys out. I'm just telling you what you need to do. Brandon Staley, Justin Herbert. You got four games left. You're seven and six. You've been together two years. Justin Herbert, we've praised you for three years now, and you haven't entered into the postseason yet. Last year at this very moment in the season, you were 8-5, and five, and you missed the postseason because you went 1-4 the remainder of the season. You're 7-6, and six, eighth seed in this moment, in this very moment with the opportunity to do something special. We all know what the talent is like, but you gotta deliver. Brandon Staley, don't get in the way of what can be special. And Justin, just keep delivering. Be special and get in the postseason so we can see your legacy build. Wow. wow. Well, Sounds like the juggles to me. Jennings <laughs> on the uh, I like the, the delivery. Yes, yeah. I like the delivery, Greg. Um, Brandon Staley's been on the butt list before. Yeah, he, he better get it together. If they don't make the playoffs, he should be gone to Nick's dismay and they bring in uh, Sean Payton and then Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Brandon Staley. Oh, oh. Yeah. Jake, Justin Herbert, yeah, look, at some point, Nick, if he was in the NBA, we'd be like, look, at some point, you got to win. got to win. Right. I mean, I, I know he's great. I love watching him spin that football. But you do have to win. Yeah. Not a bad Helps call, Helps to have your team on IR bad. and you want to play Patrick Mahomes twice a year. All right, I'm putting Rob Belenko on the bud list. <sighs> December 15th, you can now trade basically everyone in the league's trade eligible. LeBron James and Anthony Davis this year, Brew, are averaging a combined 55, 20, and 10. Russell Westbrook is playing good basketball, winning basketball, since Darvin Ham got there and got him to come off the bench. So why are the Lakers a disaster? The only team in the league, as Brew put it, that has two top 12 guys. So why are they a disaster? Because after you get through their top three, it is the worst collection of alleged talent of any team in the league. Wow. If Austin Reeves is your fourth best player, yeah. 
And Troy Brown Jr. is your fifth best well, Lonnie, player. Lonnie. And, and, oh, I'm sorry. Lonnie Walker is your fifth Lonnie's best player. And Troy Brown Jr. is sixth best player. And Patrick Beverly's worst player in the league, yet oh. he continues to start. And Patrick Beverly is already leaking out there. When I get traded, I would like to be bought out so I can go back to my old stomping grounds of the scores table in Minnesota. That doofus. Okay. But, but regardless, Rob Palenka, I'm now hearing Rob Palenka finally did something smart, bro which is took the trade proposal that I created three weeks ago and is now trying to run with it because it's good to learn from people that know how to do the job better. But he wants to put extra protections on the pick. So they can't, and that's the holdup between getting Boyan Bogdanovich and not getting Boyan Bogdanovich. This is not inspiration. This is only an indictment. He's done a terrible job. And now must try to salvage what could be a very good Lakers season because AD is playing great and LeBron is refusing to age. So I'm putting Polink on the bud list. Well, not surprisingly, uh, Nick takes the bud list on a dark turn. <laughs> we just go in a whole different direction. It's, it's dark up in here now. All of a sudden, <laughs> storms are coming. But I agree with you. If they can get Bogdanovich, absolutely. He's having the best year of his career. He will be phenomenal with the Lakers. But I'm going to say this, Nick. I'm going to put this on their leaders, LeBron and AD. AD, now he's the best player. They are the worst clutch team in basketball right now. Their net rating in the clutch is minus 35. That should never happen with LeBron James, even as he's older because he's still smart. He's still the smartest player in the league. I want to see the ball in LeBron's hands more, not Westbrook's at the end of games. LeBron, take it. Have the ball. Make the decisions. Don't let Russ do it. And stop taking these long 30-footers at the end of the game. Get to the hole, take a mid-range, or go all the way to the basket and get fouled or hit a bucket because LeBron ain't Steph Curry, so they don't. that shouldn't be their Ryan. in-game play. Never let Matt Ryan go. Uh, I am putting Odell to the Cowboys on, and I know what you're saying. Wilds, you banged the gavel. You said we're not talking about you it. Did. I'm only bringing this up to reiterate that we're no longer talking about it. <laughs> Here's what Jerry Jones said. This story was dead. He, you know, Odell went to the Mavs game, and they didn't offer him a contract. He didn't work out. The story, Greg, was over. Guess not. Here's Jerry Jones. I don't want to talk about that, but stand by, Jones said, as the NFL owners meeting wrapped up Tuesday at the Four Seasons in Dallas. Nice little Four Seasons reference. This thing could break, told Todd Archer of ESPN. I'm only putting him on to remind everybody we're no longer talking about Odell to the Cowboys, bro. I don't believe I, I in this story. I think Jerry should be on there instead of Odell. Well, I just put the story on. Okay, I, I, I'm with you. It's ridiculous. Part of a Jerry, Jerry, just let oh, it go. Okay. Let's let it go. Yeah, you and Brian Stelter. <laughs> okay, well, show together. maybe. Uh, hey, coming up next, we're talking about America's team and Mac Jones' incoming breakout game. Can, when we're going to talk Patriots, can we tease something else? That way people see. America's team <laughs> against the Raiders. I love Argentina. Some people had playing. them going to the Super Bowl. The Raiders, that is. That doesn't look like it's happening. Sunday afternoon, got flexed out. Not great. Uh, former Patriots offense coordinator Josh McDaniels leads the disappointing Raiders up against his uh, former boss. Well, Nick? Yeah. See, you know, I've been, I've been, you were very complimentary all day to me. I was. We had big time execs in town. Yep. I told him how good Wilds has been. Yeah. How he changed the fortunes of the show. What a pleasure he is to work with. Keep it going. And then you left the room and I said, and, and I said, can I be honest with you guys? You know, the one thing that's frustrating about Wilds, his slavish dedication 
to this mediocrity at quarterback for the New England Patriots. And thus, now we're talking, what's the question here? America's team. Do I expect a breakout game from Mac Jones? Yeah. No. Historic? I don't. Oh. I, I, and I don't, <laughs> I don't expect know. anyone to expect it. Like, it's not only that I don't expect it to happen. I don't think anybody, even at the pubs in northeastern Boston, okay. are people like, you know what? I think Matt's going to have a great game this weekend. No, they don't. They don't think that. What, you know what they're hoping for? That Belichick can scheme something up to make Josh McDaniels look bad enough that the Raiders owner fires him so he can come back and be your coordinator again, put that. the training wheels back on Mac Jones like he had on last year, and maybe you guys won't be throwing all these picks. And your quarterback you don't throw any picks okay, anymore. Well, you've stopped throwing picks because you've stopped throwing the ball deep, except for the one time you did throw it deep this past weekend, you threw a pick. He got his and then, arm hit. And then, and then Mac. <laughs> so you know what I expect this weekend from Mac, Greg? What do you expect? Cursing, yelling. Temper oh, tantrum, motivation? acting like a petulant child <laughs> who doesn't understand that the reason they won't let you throw deep is because the reason we won't let you use the stove, honey, is because you keep lighting the house on fire. And so <laughs> it, that, that's what I expect. Eating cereal every meal. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, I hope that answers your question. Greg, are you optimistic I, about the baby? No, I, I am not. Oh, clear. okay. I'm not. I am not. However... You know what I feel like they should just do with Mac Jones? Like, it's – and I love his fire. I think it is motivation. I, I agree I, with I lo- that. I love that. I agree. Leadership. But they have a guy on their team that is pretty impressive. Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah. Like, just get him the ball. I know. He's a little – he might play. He's he might banged. not. I, he might I, play. He might not. If he is nervous. available. We just, do. Just, just get him the ball. That's That should be who should have a breakout game. I'm – Mac Jones is who he is. I don't see him doing anything special. Like, this defense is what makes you go. Mac Jones, just get the ball out of, out of your hands. Don't take sacks. Don't throw the ball down the field. Throw you a little temper tantrum. Yeah. Act like you really want more. And I'm going to give yeah. you a little bone. Yeah, this is just not how yeah. TV works. Like everyone pick on one guy. <laughs> kind of the Las Vegas Raiders are in the bottom five pass defense. Let's go. All right. A lot Let's of guys, go. they give up a lot of yardage. So there, there's that. That was it? Yeah. That was great. That was great. I got to be like. Mac, do I, you expect? Yeah, I don't okay. expect. He's pedestrian. He's first, going. I like him, but he's question. going to be pedestrian. Okay, it's a trick question. First win, of all, because unlike Mahomes and I, like you, like you know Justin Herbert or you like Kirk Cousins and wear, wearing a shirt off. We're not about all the flash. Okay, we're about winning sure games. Aren't. You sure are. <laughs> you can say that. Again. I mean. And if we, as long as we win the game. I would feel okay. I'm a little bit nervous because you would think Belichick, like you said, would be able to scheme something up. Here's his record against his old assistants. Not great. We know Mangini got one off of him. 2-4 and four against Brian Flores. 0-1 oh against Brady, who I count as an assistant. Just okay. like long-time guy. 0-1 uh, oh against Patricia. 0-1 oh against McDaniels when he's with the Broncos. So I'm a little bit wow. nervous that... He's not going to be able to scheme something. Also nervous, Max Crosby and Chandler Jones just put poor Mac so on his back. So do you expect Mac Jones? Yeah, I expect, I expect 350 yards, Greg. It, okay. He did cook up your uh, – Is Devontae Parker playing? We don't know. We don't know. This is tough one. We got a lot of power. Devontae Parker probably is not playing because of concussion protocol. But we don't know that yet. But Devontae Parker is not the – Jacoby Myers might come back too. 
That, here's my only request. Yeah. I want you to have your wonderful wife okay. read your tweets before you send them. You know what? That might be a good idea. Because Wilde's <laughs> angry tweets about the Patriots. And then come on. And then comes on Monday. It's like, oh, never a doubt. I'm, when the Chiefs are looking shaky, you know what I tweet? Radio silence. Nothing. Everyone starts and bothering me. Where's Nick right now? Right, yeah, I don't know. I don't listen to guys. knock on my door because I'm staying out of it. And then I have saved in the drafts in all caps, never a doubt. And when they win, I did it. You live tweet your emotions. I am going to do that from now on. Brock Purdy up next. We're very cheering. Where's Nick right? I don't know. Metal time. We're going to start with Nick's Bulls. Jalen Brunson. Who did he used to play with, bro? Yeah, they miss him down in Dallas. I'll tell you that. Don't act like you don't, Nick. You'd love to have him. Look at this. You don't see that. Nick's win has a better record than the Mavs now. The Knicks. (laughs) Wow. Not good enough for the medal stand, I guess, though. Who did it better? Bronze medal, Steph Curry. Before getting injured, he was sensational last night. 38-7-7. Unfortunately, not enough as he goes out and the Warriors lose to the Pacers. The Pacers, one of many teams in the league with a far better record than the Warriors thus far this year. Silver medal, Dame time. He has been red hot. The leading contender right now for Western Conference Player of the Month, Damian Lillard. I keep track of those Players of the Month awards. Those things matter. You know what has the most in NBA history? Of course you do. Uh, Dame, 37 points, another seven threes, and a win over the lowly Spurs. And then a gold. Loafer. Loafer. Lowly and woeful. Exactly right. New word. Joker, 85% from the field. Holy smokes. 43, 14, and 8. He's the second leading contender, oddly enough, for West Conference Player of the Month. And he got a third MVP award yesterday that he deserved as much as his first two. So there's the medal (laughs) stand from last night in the NBA. Those wizards. Low key, low key Jokic fan. Yo, low yeah, key, high key, mid key yeah. truth teller. No, dripping in like objectivity. One of those movies where it's like they're really at each other's throats, yeah. and it's like all yeah. they turn out is they actually like each other. Yeah, he hey, uh, his horses with him. <laughs> Brock Purdy is good to go tonight, according to Adam Schefter. Going into Seattle, brew expectations for your guy, Thank Brock you. Purdy, or what? I expect him to be solid, but like I, I said earlier, look, no Debo, no Elijah Mitchell. Well, I know he's been out for a little while, but that's going to put more pressure on Christian McCaffrey. I want him to up this, you know, withstand it. I cannot believe, Wilds, that you are letting Brew get away with pretending that Brock Purdy succeeding would not be his worst nightmare. The He's fact that Drew briefly spent time in the state of Iowa where Brock Purdy went to college Brew was there before Iowa State even had been established as a university. And the fact that we're now going to pretend that if Brock Purdy continues to succeed, it does not undercut the entirety of his love for Jimmy Garoppolo. I I would expect Brew to run from it. But for you to not call it on it as the leader of the show is disappointing. He told me to, you know, say it was his guy. He's going to be confounded. Expect Pete Carroll to be able to throw something at him. he is my guy. You're not, so you, you're oh yeah, not just on. saying no, it because he's I'm not. Because you're appeasing me, trying to make me feel no, good. Got, just, he's that's fine. But, but Wilds is saying I'm he saying, likes the Seahawks. I'm saying the Seahawks are going to win because you're going to confound Brock Purdy. Oh, I'm yeah. not saying you're confounded. Yeah, it's your guy. I'm not saying we're confounded. Okay. Who's guy? Okay. Yeah, it's your guy. This is an upset alert. Good pick. Let's see if it's win. Win by three. Hey, speak is up by up next. We'll see you tomorrow. Tune in for that.